Hey, boo. It's me, Roz. Happy October. I'm kicking it off this month with a comedian, actor, author, Arden Marine. She does it all, folks. She also has her own ghost stories. And I love Arden Marine. I first fell in love with her on Mad TV, Chelsea Lately. I mean, she's always on TV, honey. She stays booked. She's so funny. We did a show together recently. We really hit it off, and I invited her on. She was down to join me. She's got some stories for you. So I say we just get into it. Check out my Patreon. You know where to find it in the description of this episode. Full-length episodes every week with just me and videos and all that good stuff. Anyway, here we go. Arden Marine. On with the show. I'm joined by somebody that I've been a fan of for years. I am so honored that you took the time. You're one of the busiest gals in the best. Arden Marine is here. Hey, girl. <laughs> the party I, has arrived. I put on my new, like, I picked out in my jumpsuit, my daily jumpsuit. Uh-huh. I picked out, like, a sexy one. I wanted to be. I went for... Malibu cocaine, 1970s Goldie Hawn. Yes, it is very Goldie Hawn. I went for old school. The high pony. Yeah, I went for Goldie Hawn, 70s, 80s, uh-huh. hanging out with like Warren Beatty, driving like a white Mercedes convertible, like with oh, like a poodle in it. Yes. Like coming from like the tennis club. This is what I dressed for you. I put on a hoop. It's really cute. Thank you. Thank you for doing this. I was delighted to be asked. I enjoy talking about ghosts and stuff like that, but I also just, I, I met you and I adored you and I was happy to come play with you. Uh, see, that's the best part of a podcast is to like get someone to hang out with you. I mean, that's the thing. And then you get like, and that's because meeting and befriending new people as an adult is vulnerable and You tender. have to have a podcast. You have to have like an activity, which is the, po- it's like, do you want to come play patty cake with me? Yeah. You want to hang out with me and you can also promote your project. Exactly. Who cares? Exactly. <laughs> it's like, a, it's a way for me as an anxious person, it enables me to get to know somebody with like a shared game. Yeah. And yeah. especially like this show, we're talking about something pretty specific. But, oh yeah. You know, that but, I but like. this is how I've always liked to meet people and get yeah. to know them is I've always been like, what is your ghost story? Where you at on that? Okay. That's, that's how you learn to know may, who your people are. May I ask your origin obsession with ghosts? Is that, is that, that your fans heard that a thousand times? I mean, they're probably a little bit bored by it, but Give you know what? We always get new listeners. Give me the 20 I'll, second version. Okay. So I grew up in a house that was haunted a Where? little bit in Michigan. Hot. My parent, my grandmother was like sticking around. Yeah. I was raised Catholic, yeah. which I think makes people a lot of times believe in the paranormal. Hot. Um, and then as I've gotten older, I've just like, I think that ghosts like me because ghosts are used to, I think ghosts know that I'm the kind of person that has been around ghosts before. Yeah. You know, when it's like you can be around someone like, oh, you can hang. Like you've yeah. been with people like me. Right. You know how to deal with That's me. That's right. You're... That's how ghosts are with me. I get that. Yeah. There was a window in my life where I actually fear I'm the portal to like bad things so that so like I didn't realize I was like the like like the portal to like the gateway of hell like where I actually had some like bad energy coming that I had to really be like I will never touch like a Ouija board again I will never like there's something about the purity of my channel like the things that were coming were not good so I had to really like but a strong connection to the underworld or the other side or whatever to the point where I have to be like I respect you live and let live I can't be your portal. I need more. Do you I, love this? I do, but I know, I'm like, what are you, what are we talking okay, about? Okay, well, I'll tell you that, but I did have a recent ghost thing. So this is not that. This is not that. 
This was okay. So do you want to? I'll start with the recent, and then I'll go to the my window of portal. My channel. And then we'll work our way back. Back to the portal. Okay, give us all the details. Don't be okay. Don't okay. Be shy. So the most recent one was, R.I.P. I had the best mom ever, Janet Marine. Shout out JJ, mm-hmm. who three years ago, like my biggest fear, like like. She was, my dad had died the year before. She was like a sassy lady, still worked, like was going to Miami. We were going to meet in New Orleans. And I was like, I grew up in this tiny town in the country in New England, like riddled with ghosts, obviously. Mm -hmm. But we grew up in like a 1970s house that they built and like... You know, we were not the haunted house, and um, and <laughs> I was like, the there were so many houses in town that were haunted. This is not the house. This is the one. Yeah, that it's because- like haunted by watching like fucking like sitcoms and you know Stouffer's dinners, but like not an actual haunting. So um, I was nervous about her because she never locked. We never had a key growing up to the house. We never like I was worried about her alone in that house in the field after my dad died. And I was like, what if something happened to you and nobody found you? Like, what if, like, like, what if, like, and then my, don't say shit, because it happened. Like, I was shooting Insatiable. I was at a twerking, I was at a twerk, I'm starting, this is real and intense, and I'm sorry. But we, I was at the twerk out class with Debbie Ryan and the girls from Insatiable uh, at a Hasidic rec center in Atlanta. And, like, I got a call from my mom's business partner that was like, have you talked to your mom? Like, nobody could get in touch with her. So I was like, I'm sure she's fine. Basically, she had, like, just had a heart attack making breakfast, and, like, mm-hmm. nobody found her for three days, okay? But it was, like, back—but she, like, the toast was in the toaster when we got there, but she died back by the, like, bedroom area. This summer, my friends and I went to the house. I, my brother got the house. I'm freeloading for my brother. It's, like, a sort of a beach town. I bring my friend Jessica. She's staying in my room. She's, like— there was a ghost in the doorway. It was a woman in her nightgown. I think my mom came to my room, like, looking for, for me you. while we were there. Now, I have some friend. I loved it. because I, I that you're whispering. <laughs> I know. I loved it because I felt like, because she was so festive and my friends that were there were so festive. And I think she was excited that we were having a good time. She said it wasn't bad energy. But I have some friends that are so freaked out that if... I tell them they'll never stay in that house again. And I actually don't mind that she was, like, on the hunt looking for me, but my mom is now in the house. I can never tell my sister-in-law. Can you even? But tell me everything. like, the best, right? the best version of something like that. Yes. That's not scary. No. That's just, like, a mom that's like, oh, my daughter has a friend over. Like, do you guys want pizza rolls? Exactly. Do you want, like, you Exactly. Know? Do you want, like, a Tostino, whatever? Like, yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah, she definitely you want, like, a pudding pop. Do you want, like— Juice box. Yeah, so that, like— like, my house is now haunted, which kind of, like, thrills me because I was never the haunted house. And I know it's, like, an intense story to start out with. But it also, like, she was so fun. Enough time has passed. That it was, like, good to know that she's still, like, chilling. Yeah. No, I love that. Yeah. In like, the nightgown. And she got to join the— She got to come to the party. The haunted house she party. She got to come to the party. Uh, so, but did you—have you had experiences with her? No. I don't stay in my room. I Why stay not? in her room. I want to visit her. So I sleep in her bed. But she's going to your room. I didn't know that. And I'd already had it. I'd already assigned that room to so my friend. So next time? It's a lot, huh? I mean, I'll do it for you. Please do it. <laughs> I'll do, do it, it to for, come back and I'll report. I'll do it for you to report. I might have to have a friend sleep with me in the bed. I might have to have like a slumber parts, you know? Like there I might have that. to. Yeah. I might have to have a party. I mean, you want to go to Rhode Island? <laughs> I would be. I would love do you to, want to share. Around. Do you want to share a double bed with me? Please. Please. <laughs> I'm a very aggressive sleeper. <laughs> I'm friendly, but I snuggle and I go on tour around the whole bed. You will be pushed to the side. I take, I go on. I keep it moving. I have to hit all the cities. So it's not a ghost I would have to worry no, about. No, that the ghost is night. the least of your problems. <laughs> a little like Goldie Hawn 1970s. You're like, that's your number one. Okay. Okay. That's my most recent ghost. Can we go back to this? You're a portal to okay. hell Okay, so business. here is the portal to hell. Okay, so it all spans from my junior year in high school to my freshman year in college. Okay. So my town was so tiny, so tiny, and it was founded before the country was started. It was, like, founded in the 1600s. There's no stoplights. There's uh, a general store. Little Compton. Little Compton. Little Miss Compton. Little Miss Compton. Yeah. So there's only a general store. There's no stoplights. There's no four-way intersections because it was founded, like, because the devil hides in the corners, and that's where they could serve alcohol, like, back in olden times. The barn, the the coffee shop is like a barn in an apple orchard. It's like that 
It's that tiny. Oh, my God. There's, like, a crow that's under house arrest because it was stealing mail, and that's, like, a federal crime. Like, things like that. There's a crow that's under house arrest? There's a crow called Paul the Crow that was, like, somebody was stealing mail. They couldn't figure out who was stealing all the mail, which is a federal crime. And it turned out somebody had a pet crow named Poe the Crow. Oh, it was a pet. And it, and it would go fly around, and it was, like, because crows are smart, and they could open the mailbox, and it was stealing the mail. So that's just, let me just set the scene of where I grew up. Okay. So... There was no high school, and my mom had, like, a really bad education, and she was like, I believe the your brain is malleable when you're in high school. She's like, I'm, I want to put—she took out, like, three mortgages on the house. She's like, I want to get you and your brother really good high school educations, and you may not go to college. We may have no money for college. You may not—like, but, like, let's educate you for high school. So she got—she took out all these mortgages, and she sent my brother and I— to boarding school because we had no high, the high school in our town was like the high school was like an hour away and it sucked. Um, actually, a teacher from it was the first guy that won the Survivor, Richard Hatch, who then Stop. went to who went to prison for like fraud. Oh, that's nice. So he was a teacher at that high school. Got okay, it. so I got shipped off to this little tiny boarding school in the woods, and. Um, it was very preppy. It was up near Walden Pond. It was near where, like, Louise May Alcott wrote, like, Little Women and stuff. So, we're, like, in the woods in the winter by, like, a lake. It's, like, there, it's, like, woods. And um, there was – we had, like, the SATs. There was one weekend where the juniors take the SATs. Everybody else goes home. So, nobody was on campus. And it was, like, the middle icy, icy winter. There was, like – you know, like no leaves on the trees, so it's just like branches and shit. This is all terrifying to me. Isn't this good? Okay, so that, yes, yeah, terrifying. So, um, the night before the SATs, of which I had not studied remote. I know everybody now, like people now have like tutors. Like I didn't think, I don't think I looked at one cue, like one flashcard learning, no, nothing. Like I did no prep. I was completely unsupervised. Like it was a terrible idea to send this person to live with like 30 people my age that that I could stay up with all hours of them. Like I got no studying done. Like her plan backfired, but whatever. Okay, <laughs> so... um then, so the, the campus was empty except for the juniors. And I had this one, my my best friend, I don't know if you've had toxic best friends. Like this girl was horrible, but she was my best friend because she lived across the dorm from me like the first year that I was there. But she was like that charismatic kind of mean, cool girl who like she smoked. She like wasn't a virgin. She was like cool and sexy. And I was just like. I was like the neutered court. I looked like Barb from Stranger Things, and I was like the neutered court jester to the cool girls. Okay. You know what I mean? And they were like mean, and I was afraid. I didn't know how, how to confront people. Okay. So she and I stay up late the night before the SATs, like really late. And it felt like almost what teenage girls do when they work themselves up. Like it's almost like telling ghost stories and getting scared of like a sound, but it's just, you know, the dog in the other room or whatever. So rather than study or get a good night's sleep, we were in my room and we just were like getting freaked out. And it was like dark. It was late. Nobody was around. And we there was like my lights were out of my room. I think we we're hanging out of my bed. And like there was like a shadow on my wall that was coming through the window. There was no tree outside my room. There was nothing that would have made these. There was no tree that could have had a shadow of a branch. There was, like, nothing. There was, like, this shadow on my wall. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, a flapping figure. It was, like, a flapping shadow. And we were, like, what the fuck is that? And we, like, kept looking out the window. And we, and then we went to, which, and again, I wasn't this, I wasn't, like, the kind of guy. I wasn't, like, the craft. You know what I mean? I wasn't, like, <laughs> I'm not, like, like just. I as a feather, stiff as a board. Yes, ex exactly. Like, you could suck me in. I'm a good time. I'm fine. But, like, I wasn't into the supernatural. Like, that wasn't, I wasn't going to get, like, a claw necklace with, like, a ball, you know, like, a little thing. It's not, I don't have, like, crystals everywhere at that moment in time. Okay. I have them now because I live in L.A. Same. People give them to you. <laughs> I have so many I crystals. Crystal ring, crystal I have so bracelet. many crystals. I will shove crystals. Crystal. I will shove crystals in my bra. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Carnelian, female warrior energy. Those mm. those are my tit crystals. Okay. So we see this flapping figure on the wall, and we start being like, "Oh my god, it's the angel of death." And and we, which again, I don't speak like that. I don't think like that. I don't read books like that. We're and like, were you religious? No, I grew up in no religion. Okay, nothing. 
So the I was, angel of death. We're like, it's the angel of death. And then we're like, and I, and we're like, and it's for you. We knew it was for her. I won't say her for name. For the cool girl. Yeah, we'll call her CG, cool girl. <laughs> so we knew bag. it was coming for CG. And we're like, oh my God, it's for you. And then we were, she was like, I know. And then I was like, oh my God. But it's not going to get you. It's not going to get you. It's coming for somebody that you love. She's like, oh, my God, you're right. So then we also made up our mind that it was about this girl that was, like, down the hall that we but just— But how did you guys come up with any of this? I have no it just, idea. It's you not, just all kind of new? Like those t- it was, like, late at night. Like, who comes up with crazy slumber party shit? You know what I mean? Like, we were 15 years old. Like, who, who knows how you come up with anything? Right. We were 15, 16. I guess— I was 15. She was 16. I was too young for my grade. Like, my mom just enrolled me. I was, like, always a year younger than everybody. So uh-huh. I think she was probably 16. I was 15. So I was like, oh, my God, no, but they're coming after something. They're going to, like, somebody you love. They're coming after somebody you love. Okay. Next morning, we go take the SATs. I do pretty badly. Blah, blah, blah. Forget about it. I went some, you know, we got to go home for the weekend. Like, after the SATs, we had a long—we had Monday off. And I went—I remember telling my friend—I went to see a friend from home. I'm like, oh, my God. We had the craziest thing. We were talking about—like, this was so insane. Like, this was how crazy, rather than studying, we came up with the angel of death, and it was going to come for her. I get dropped off. My mom picks me up. She brings, drops me back off Monday night. We had the day off. I go back to school. I'm back in the dorm. And I hear— Where's Arden? Arden, somebody get Arden. It was CG freaking out. And over the weekend, she had just found out that her boyfriend had been gone, like, to western Massachusetts to where he was from, and he was with another guy, and they were driving, and they hit a patch of black ice, and the car rolled, and it killed both of them instantly. He died. He died the next day. He died the day after that. He died. And... And it, which was insane. Mm-hmm. And then a freshman year of college, I was in school in Colorado and I saw the same fucking thing on the wall and it wasn't moving. And I pulled, I like went out in the dorm and I remember finding somebody and being like, I need to log this in. I need to tell you, were just you something. By yourself at this time? Yes, I saw it. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I was like, I need to tell you something. This is going to sound crazy, but I need to just tell you this thing. And I told them the story. And I was like, I see this thing again and it's not flapping and it's for me. I'm like, something's going to happen to me and it's going to, but I'm going to be okay. But it's going to happen. It's going to happen within the next month. And they were like, okay, this is fucking weird. <laughs> so I, again, I go about my life, whatever. I go on like spring break. I'm like driving from spring break from Colorado down to Mexico. Like, Everything was fine. Like, even, like, hitchhiking, fine. Like, three weeks later, I go, this kid invites me to go, this, like, hot guy invites me to go skiing, even though I was not a good skier. I was like, okay. We leave, and it was all before, like, iPhones and stuff. So, you know, you don't follow, it was beautiful, sunny day. We start driving. The sun goes down. We're driving over the passes, those mountain passes in the Rockies, of which, like, Numerous kids had died rolling off of. Like, there's no guardrails. They would roll, like, 30 times. They would die. <sighs> Terrifying. Terrifying. And you're also having, like, teenagers driving. So I'm in the back seat. His friend was with us. We were driving over these mountain passes. A beautiful. He was actually a good driver. We were dri- It was, like, a beautiful day. The sun went down, and it started. It turned into, like, a whiteout. It was just, like, a blizzard. And he, again, was driving well. He's, like, and he downshifts. We hit black ice. We spin out, and that, thankfully, I had just clipped my seatbelt in the back seat. Sometimes I wouldn't wear it, and we just slowly spin out. We roll off of the cliff. We roll like I don't know five times. Thankfully, we were in a four or a forerunner that had a roll bar, so we roll like four times down the cliff. And thankfully, we hit a tree. Because it was so steep, like, we would have just gone, like, 30 more, like, all the way down. Uh-huh. We hit a tree, so we got—so it stopped. And it was upside down. Every single window was broken. Every—the the windshield, the back—there was not—it was crushed in every—so we had to climb out through the back of the Everyone thing. Everyone was okay? Everybody was okay. And then we had to climb back up to the street— in the snow. In the snow, and no one would stop for us because it looked like we were hitchhiking because there was there was no evidence that we had been in a car. There was no, It was so far down. And then when we saw it, like, he had to go, like, claim it at a junkyard, like, or whatever, to go. The police brought it. Like, you would think not one person had survived this thing. But, like, that 
happened. And around that time, here's the final thing. Around that wait, time. Wait, wait, Okay, wait. Hang on. Okay, here's the final thing of the gate of the portal, and you can ask. Her. So then, okay. okay, then around that time, somebody had gotten a Ouija board. And they were, like, doing it around. They were doing it, like, in basements and stuff. And I had always pushed the Ouija. I was always like, yes, like, Bobby likes me, like, fully pushing. <laughs> I We had one in my house growing up. We would push it to our, like, it was just like, it was like playing Monopoly or, like, Trouble. So I was like, yeah, I'll go play Ouija. Who cares? This thing starts, like, flying around the, like, in a way. And I was with, like, a, like, like a ski bro like it was not somebody it was flying around and in a way that was like like it, it seemed like it was somebody who had killed themselves in the house they were mad it was not a good vibe and then it literally went like flying off of we like it was it went like flying off the of the piece and we just freaked out like ran we just left it there but I was it was all within like a two and a half three year period and then I was like I will I respect all of this like I will never mess with any of this stuff again like I it's I I respect that there's something in me that has can have like a connection but like I won't like mess with Ouija or like bad things like because I there's like some opening in me that they can hook onto and I don't want them in me. Any questions are open. <laughs> okay. Or any comments, whatever. So Processing. <laughs> at what point, this whole process, you had in your mind, like, I just saw the angel of death. Like, were you constantly like, something's going to happen, something's going to happen? No, I just, I, there's also a part of you that's like, this. I felt nervous about the spring break trip, so I felt very hyper vigilant. I'm sure I was a very annoying person to go on spring break with because it wasn't my car. So I remember being like, easy, easy, careful, careful, drive careful, easy, easy. Like, I think I... I was hyper vigilant on that trip, and it was fine. It's like Final Destination. Do yeah. you know that movie? Yes, like, yes. Yeah. So you did the Ouija board, and then you were like, I'm done, and then you never saw the angel of death again. No, I've never seen anything again. Spooky. I mean, can you even? Okay, so now when you say that you have, like, kind of, cut yourself off from that kind of stuff how far does that go do you have you been to a psychic have you done I'm nervous about that because of the fact that both of my parents have died and my dad sucked and my mom was awesome like I don't want to get the wrong parent and I also don't want somebody I had somebody send me to um like a person who had like some, I have been to like some stuff, but I, I'm kind of nervous about handing over the narrative of maybe what's happening to somebody. Also, because I'm like Googleable, like people, like, and I wrote a book that also had my mom in it and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want somebody telling me something that then me either makes me worry about her, you know? So I'm just, I don't know. Well, from like, now, like, have you ever, like, did you, did you ever go to one, like, I mean, after college? Or? I love stuff like this. Yeah. Like, like, I love it. I do love, like, I love, like, tarot cards. I love, like, readings. I like, like, astrology stuff. Like, I mm -hmm. love all this stuff. And I, re and I believe in it. And I respect it enough to, like, really pick carefully if I'm going to let that enter. I would. I would just have to really vet the person. Do you? Oh, my God. Girl, I've been to so many psychics. Do you, has one been the best? I have a lot of beliefs about psychics. Okay. But I think it's more so, it's like how everyone has a bad day, like, at work, you know? Sometimes they're really good. Sometimes they're not. Have you had one person that was, like, great once and not great another time? Yes. Absolutely. Do you have your regs, the regs that you go to? <laughs> a little bit. I have some people I can call. But I, I like to just go, like, if I'm out of town or something and I see a psychic and it's like, oh, 15 bucks, I'll go in there. Like, I'll do that. Oh, yeah. But then also, like, because of this podcast, I've gotten to talk to people that are, like, world-renowned psychics. And, and how are they? Great. There's I mean, I love all I love all this stuff. So I I'm sure I will go. I don't think that they're good for answers. Like I think well, like I don't think you should go to a psychic completely just like whatever they say, I'm going to completely believe. I like it 
specifically for okay, I'm thinking about moving to this apartment. I'm really, like, I really want right. to do it. I don't know what to do. And then you go there, don't bring up the apartment. And if they go, hmm, I'm seeing you move to an apartment, right. then be like, okay, well. I went to this person in Pasadena that actually had, like, a house, when I was buying my house, that had, like, a house thing. Um, what do you mean a house thing? So she she does this thing that's like, I forget what the wording of it is. You stand, have you, <laughs> you stand on like these like footprint things. Or you stand on like different color, like size, like feet. She has like, it's almost like flip flops without like the top part. And like, she has different sizes, different colors, and you pick out like five. Is she doing some kind of pyramid scheme? No, it actually selling you flip flop. It, it, LuLaRoe. <laughs> it's LuLaRoe. <laughs> it's like Kate Hudson's. What is her Fab Leisure? Fab Yeah, that you can't cancel. Everyone's like, you did, can't use. Like, did she you, make you spend like sixty thousand dollars? You have all this yeah. inventory, and now you're trying to sell me flip flops yeah. that give you psychic abilities. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. Look, listen, sharks. I've got some of these. I've got these flip flops. <laughs> they don't actually have an upper part, but when they do, they can talk to your dead they grandmother. They the angel of death. Yes, exactly. Look, listen, sharks, I'm looking for $4,000 for a 1% investment. Well, there's a word for this, but I don't know what it is. But it's basically the idea that, like, how we all carry trauma from our ancestors in our body. And it's like a garden hose that has kinks in it, and you have to go back and unkink the trauma from, like, your past like, you know, the, the 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 trauma of your ancestors to help, like, heal your... I don't know. Through flip-flops. Through flip-flops. Through flip-flops. standing you on these flip-flops. <laughs> I haven't done it in years. But she brought up I had put it in an offer on a house. And she was like... Maybe I told her there was a house. And I'd put it in an offer. I was buying my first... And she was like, my only house. I never bought a house. My house. I was buying my house. And uh, she's like... And I was like, this is it? This is, she's like, yeah, this isn't the house. This isn't going to happen. And I was like, okay, well, there's this other house. She's like, yeah, that's not that. You're not gonna. Those are not your houses. Those are like, I think I'd put in like two. She's like, those are not your houses. You just did the tone of a psychic woman in Pasadena. Yeah. This is not your house. Yeah, this is not your house. And the other one's not your house. There's another. There's a third house. I was like, what are you talking about? I have offers in. These are. What are these? The house. This is the house. She's like, no. So she's like, they're beautiful. Those. That's not your house. Those are not your houses. There's another house. And I was like, (sighs) she was right. Like a That's couple days saying. later, there was another house. And so it was another thing where you would stand on these flip flops too, and like on certain ones, you would close your eyes and just sort of see. How you, and like there were certain ones where you'd like your body would literally start like turning around, or you get dizzy, or you felt like it was. Because again, I go in with sort of the New England attitude sometimes that this is all bullshit. I'm like, this is all fucking bullshit. Like, okay. Like, some of my little like friends that are a little like, ooh. Like I, you know, like I'll, I'll hop on any fucking sound bath. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I was like, this is so stupid. But I did go, and I did feel very physical difference. And then afterwards, like there was one that I felt like a huge heaviness. Like it was just like drain, and like, and it was afterwards. And I didn't tell her how I felt, but it was like, oh yeah, like that was your dad this is your relationship to like you with money this is your like like you don't know what's what Mm. and like and i will say how i felt i don't know what she does you might want to go try it it's pretty cool i can give you the info i might it was kind of cool i haven't done i've done it twice i don't think i'll do it again but it was cool i also think I've talked about this a lot on this podcast about like comedians, I think in particular, are they have to be good at picking up on vibes. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, and I, I there is, believe it or not, a touch of what you were referring to as like your East Coast. Everything's bullshit. Like I have a little bit of that, too. Yes. But which I think is good. I think that you shouldn't. Well, just like, yeah, all of this. But I'm also like an intuition vibe. Yeah person i listen to that if i'm going to like a new place to move or whatever i'm like let me feel it out would i like it here and i do think that that goes along with like ghosts and paranormal and all of it i think my mom was a real estate agent like because it was like you're either a lobster man a cop or you sell houses in my town or you work at the gas station there's no jobs so she sold houses and she would just say 
a lot of them were empty all year because they were like summer house. Like rich people would come and you know come for the summer, and then they just sit empty. And she was like, she's like, houses don't like to be empty. Like houses have a soul. Houses are alive. Yes, houses need people. Houses don't like to be empty. Houses, their spirit. Like she really believes that houses, houses like need to have. I definitely do the clearing when I move in because I always like live in old spaces. Um, I try to like welcome. Um, just sort of, I don't know, like, invite the, if somebody's there to feel comfortable, know that I'm coming, like, I come, you know, in a good vibe, but there's sometimes I, this is how I feel so banana saying this, but there's sometimes I'm like, I actually feel like late at night that I could like look at a piece of paper and make it lift up with my brain. (laughs) Stop. Do you have that? No. You don't have that? You don't think that you could look at something and be like, move, move. This could be yet another... Author, podcast host, <laughs> actor, comedian, telepathic, you know, yeah. telekinesis. You don't think that? Let's try it. I we mean, got some paper. Is it too early in the day? Because I'm such a night owl. I'm like an insomnia. Me too. It's like, are you? Yeah. Have you always been? Yeah. Call me sometime. I stay up late. Okay. Um, I like that. But I, I mean, uh, here's the thing. When you hear the stories that I told, you need to know that I am a New England, like, Okay, like to depra- like to the point where, you know, like surviving that. How you know they'd be like, "Did we hurt your feelings?" You know what I mean? It's so practical, so practical. Uh-huh. Did not go to church. Like okay, like just the most practical, like New England. Uh-huh. You know, at, so like particularly young artist was like had not been out in LA. It was fifteen, like. Like, I was not the kid that was going to come up with Angel of Death. That was not, right. I, I, what you see is what you get. And at that, I wasn't even like, you know, I've never been to like therapy. I'd never seen a crystal. It was just like that. It was just like a, you know, just a silly, awkward gal watching pop culture. Movie. Like, that is not who I was. So it was very out of the ordinary for my brain right. to go there. Which makes it legit. And, then, and now your brain can move paper around. I mean, look, I when all else fails, when things go to shit, I can go perform on stage as an illusionist. Please. <laughs> if you need a magician's assistant. I'll be like, yo, my God. We'd be so, and we can get our jumpsuits. You get your pur- we purple short sleeve, big bud press. Yes. You would also like hot and red. Oh, yeah. Sure. I'm down. Okay, let me ask you about synchronicities. This okay. is like one thing that I've been really obsessed with lately. Yeah. Are you somebody that pays attention to that? Yes. Yes, very much. Yeah. What about like, do you have any good stories about things lining up? Like, I don't know. I always, I'm always interested talking to people about like when they got there their break or like something, some monumental moment in their life happened. And there's always, it always seems to be whether you realize it or not, some kind of thing where everything worked out. Well, literally like, so my book, my book that I, like it was like years in the coming. I'd like sold an earlier version of my book that then like I sold it years before a different version. And at the time, like, there had been, like, a flood of books by, like, lady comedians who'd come out and they'd done really well. And then between when they, like, optioned the proposal and then I was writing it, some came out and they didn't do as well. And they'd been paid a lot of money. So, they're like, yeah, we don't want to do it. They didn't pay. Like, so then it had, like, a stink on it, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, over the years, I tweaked it. I took it out. Nobody wanted And I was just like, okay, I'm just, like, I tried whatever. It's not meant to be. And then, like, various book agents. So then I wrote this article that went viral. And I had another fucking book agent be like, do you want to take it out? And there's a part of me that's like, not really. Like, so I was like, okay, look, enough time has passed. What ver- what would I want to write now? Like, the world had changed between when I wrote, like, it was sort of right at the beginning of Instagram. But people were getting more honest. Like, I felt like the book I wanted to write was more honest. They're like, no, we just want, like, fun stories of, like, drinking and having. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, that's not really me. But. So I wanted to tell something that was funny but also kind of honest. And I felt like Instagram 
in that time period, people expect honesty now. People expect sort of like the whole truth. I think people are more free with telling the whole story about who they are. So when this person approached me, I was like, fine. Like, let me just think of like what book would I, my life has changed. Like, who am I now? What would I want? To, what would I be proud of now? So I wrote a whole new proposal. But I was like, I'm so fucking, I've grieved this thing so many years ago. Like, mm-hmm. it's done. Whatever. I've kind of forgot about it. So he took it out. He took it out. Some places passed. Some places were kind of interested. Whatever. I'm shooting Insatiable. Out of the blue, my very healthy mom dies. I go, I fly up to Rhode Island for the funeral. The town is so tiny. It's like a five-minute drive from our house to the church for the funeral. We're going to the funeral. That morning, after 10 years, I get this email on the way to the five-minute drive to the church to her funeral that was like, hey, Arden. Um, we hope you're having a great week. We want to buy your book. We want to do this book with you. And it was about my family. And she was barely in the proposal. But it was like, we're so excited. We want to buy your book. Um, I sold it in the five-minute drive between my house and her funeral. And I was like, okay, hey, look, something happened. I think it's going to be a different book. And then it completely changed the DNA of the book where – it actually completely the whole book is her book and it was like I think even a more optimistic book and like a tribute to her like in all these stories that I'd heard that I would never have heard if she hadn't like people tell you things that you're like I didn't know and like it completely changed it I think it opened up my heart and that was the book I was supposed to like the fact that it happened I can't it's a two mile drive mm-hmm. in a country town and that was I think it was Ten years later, it was that 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 was the five minute period I sold my book. That's weird. I mean, how do you interpret that? <laughs> I feel like that was always in the stars. I believe, including I hate to say it, I believe everything that went down is exactly how it was supposed to go down. Even though I didn't like it, I believe. I believe it was written that way, and it was always supposed to go down that way, and like. So that night, we had some of her ashes, and we may or may not, because this is not necessarily legal, (laughs) we may or may not, we didn't, but we might have gotten some illegal fireworks. Allegedly. Allegedly, because her friend had done this, and it was legal at the time, but allegedly, like, her friend who knew that they had cancer, like, they, like, set up, like, a thing and hired, but you could, like, shoot yourself off with fireworks. She wanted a party, and my mom was like, that's so cool. So the laws had changed. We may or may not have gotten some illegal fireworks from New Hampshire (laughs) where they don't care. And we shot off fireworks maybe with some of her ashes. And then immediately my nephew goes, look, 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 look. And there was like like hundreds of fireflies in the field. And like it was just everywhere. The whole field was just filled with fireflies. And they were like – oh, my God, she's happy to be home. Like, she's giving you her jazz hands. Like Totally. Because we also asked, because we didn't go to the church. We had to beg them to let us do it there. There's no there's no spaces big enough for a funeral in our town. So, like, we asked if we, she, her favorite song was All the Single Ladies by Beyonce. Stop. So we asked if we could play that, and they were like, absolutely not. So we played all the single ladies, and we, f- like, shot them off, maybe. And then there was all these, like, just filled with fireflies everywhere. And that was all that. Yeah, how about that? That's gorgeous. Right? Right? Let me shift on over to a segment that we do. Love it. You want to hear some ghost voices? Okay. It's time for EVPs or EV please. Have you ever heard one that actually sounds like a ghost? Because I've watched a lot of Ghost Hunters. I Have love you? this stuff. Yeah, I love this stuff. I want evidence of ghosts. I want to see ghosts. I want to hear them. I like this. I'm, I'm okay. a believer. Okay. Well, I have some stuff for you. Talk to me. Okay. This is, um, we're going to need our headphones for I this love part. It. Is it going to be a good one? I want to I want to hear one. So you probably know the term EVP, yep. electronic voice phenomenon. I've seen them. I've seen Zach in his fucking weird box. Zach Baggins. I've seen Zach in the like the hospital, the children's fire hospital ward. Like I've seen that. 
Are you on first name basis with Zach Baggins? No, but I am. A f- <laughs> I, I have binge watched seasons w- watching them be like, see these creepy dolls. Oh, I had another ghost. Okay, we're going to get to that. Okay. Don't forget that. Oh, okay. I won't. Okay, so what I do is I go to YouTube yeah. where you can find thousands of people's EVPs that they post. Hot. And, you know. Horny for this. Yeah, you're going to love it. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to play it and I'm going to have you guess what you hear and then. What they say. It I'll give you some options. Okay. Okay, here's the first one. This is from Spooky Shivers on YouTube. Hot. And it is. Swipe right. <laughs> This is a dating thing as well. Swipe right. I'm hoping Spooky Shivers is single. Swipe right. Um, they, and likes a gal in a jumpsuit. <laughs> this is from Rhode Island, <gasps> your home state. Oh, I hope it has an accent. Um, I hope it's like, I didn't get over here. <laughs> How's your mother? This is at, at some kind of residential investigation. Hot. Someone's house. What is it saying? I heard nothing, but I heard a whisper. Let me hear it again. Seriously, is that enough? Seriously, is that enough? Seriously, an angle. Seriously, that angle. Seriously, that angle? Yeah, because he's like doing house restoring. Oh, I thought it was like someone was taking a selfie, like up here. They're like, seriously, that that angle's the right one. Girl, that angle, look at yourself. Your face doesn't work in reverse, honey. (laughs) That's the angle. That's me. Seriously, Seriously, that, that angle? angle? Seriously. Oh, that's good. Seriously, that angle? Okay, well, that's not what they believe. Okay. Do they think it was, A, is this legal? B, I'm scared but evil? No. I'm scared but evil? No, there's nobody says Like, first day on the job as a <laughs> demon. I'm scared, but I'm evil. That's so embarrassing if that's the case. Is it C, let's scare some people? Or D, I love Don Cheadle? <laughs> D. Can I hear it again? What was the first one? Is this legal? Let me hear it one more time. It's not that. Let me hear one. What are my other options? I'm scared but evil. It's not that. Let's scare some people. Alright, let's hear this. That is let's scare some people. Let's scare some people. Yeah. I think it could also similarly be I'm scared of people. I think it's I let's scare some let's people. Let's scare some people. What do they say? Yeah, that's what they thought it was. Yeah, I actually think that's All pretty. Right, you might have a future in this, too. I mean, I love this. I, I want it to be real. I love this shit. I love this shit. You've seen the angel of death. You Look, I've seen the angel of death. How can you have any doubt? I have respect for this. I've seen the angel of death. That is a shadow on the wall coming with as like a, like a pterodactyl wing. <laughs> Oh, it had a pterodactyl. It was wing? like a wing. It was either flapping or not because it wasn't moving. I knew I would survive. That's not good. I don't ever want to see it again. Okay, this next one. Do you think I'm banana pants? No, you not, don't think I'm bananas? not at the show. The kind of Thank stuff that we you. talk about here is Thank anything you. goes. I feel accepted. <laughs> you really are. Um, this is also from Spooky Shivers. I believe it's from the same investigation, if I'm not mistaken. And what's this one saying? This is a very butch ghost, can I just say? It's the same ghost. It's definitely a butch ghost. I also want to see your hair is looking really the thing that you're feeling tender about at the break. I want to say it looks really good. I think you are getting the like the cool French 70s cool girl vibes. Thank you. It's because I have these headphones on. These I like it. I think you should feel confident. I'm just gonna keep these headphones on all day. Me too. And I'm gonna say that I'm like I'm doing a I'm doing like a think piece for NPR. Helicopter pilot. Helicopter pilot. Okay. What is this ghost saying? Do it one more time. I'm so hot for you. (laughs) (laughs) That is literally what I hear. That's it. Let me hear it again. I'm so hot for you. So hot for you. It's like a real deep. Like so hot for you. Oh. Oh, swipe right on this ghost. Okay. Well, here's some options. Is it a? You're so not cute. That's really a mean, like rude. It's the kind of the opposite of what we thought. Um, B, it's all up to you. Okay. It's like we can do this. It's up to you. I say swipe right. Yeah, I'm down. Is it C? I'm so confused. No, this is a confident ghost. That's an alpha ghost. Or is it D? I'm so hot for you. It's, I mean, we already know what your it's answer. It's D. Is. 
I'm so hot for you. They think it's it's all up to you. Let me hear it again. All right, that's also similar vibe of horniness and also like it's up to you. Like I'm down. Yeah. It's up to you. Yeah, I'm respectful. I want to make sure I have consent. consent. I have a ghost that likes consent. Okay, I'm I'm not mad at their interpretation. Yeah, it's all up to you. It's all up to you. It says this EVP was captured at a home with reoccurring intense negative paranormal activity. Many have blessed and cleansed the home, but still the negative spirits prevail. Although the voice you are hearing is not a malicious spirit, we believe it is someone else warning us that we should not give up on saving the home by speaking this message. Oh, so it was basically, it was like, it's all up to you to get this evil out of here. Like, I'm the good ghost. It's all up to you. Let's hear it one more time. Okay. I mean, that's like a person that wants to feel like a hero that interpreted that. You gotta save me. It's all up to you, Arden. It's all up to you. Please. I'm the hot, horny construction ghost that's just waiting for you to get rid of the other hell hags. Hell hags. <laughs> they could be. That could be your new name of a band. We should start a, a band called yeah, Hell Hags. Biker gang or hell something. Hags. The hell hags. <laughs> That'd be so. Oh, we'd be such cute hell hags. Then we'd have to get red jumpsuits. Yeah, for sure. Wait, hang on a second. What is your other ghost story that you were reminded of? Okay, so I. Oh, you want <laughs> ghosts? So I did this. Please, that's ah, literally why I asked you here. Okay, dude, I did this movie in Massachusetts in March of this year. Yeah, it's a it's a horror movie. What's it called? You're in uh, a horror movie. I'm in a horror movie. It's called Onyx, and um, it was really fun. It hasn't Who's come out it? yet. Um, uh. It was filmed in Western Massachusetts, which is so haunted, like headless horseman territory, like yeah. fall haunted. That's not Salem, right? Salem. No, is Salem more... is more near Cape Cod, so this yeah. is more towards like the mountains. Salem's near the water. Uh huh. Provincetown. Yes, exactly. Okay. So, I haven't. I don't know that area very well. Salem's very pretty. So is this area. So we were filming in the Berkshires in Lenox, Massachusetts. Oh. In this mansion that had, like, baby dolls with human hair and stuff from the 1800s and shit like that. There were some rooms that had such bad vibes. And the people that, like, worked there that just said this is, like, constant sightings. So we were staying. They put everybody at this hotel called Gateway. Not Gateways. The Gateway. Gateway to hell. To hell. Okay. It was so hot. So the whole, the only, we were, the entire hotel was taken. It was like a bed and breakfast, entirely taken over by the cast and crew. And um, it, so like the hair and makeup people, they were a couple, and they had like this corner room, and they would literally see full apparitions, like full ghosts walking past. Like they would just, it was like cold, and like things would just like. People kept seeing shit, and I was in the room next door, and they kept, like, so this was sort of just weird and inconvenient, but, like, my room, the water wouldn't turn on, and, like, I didn't, they were like, okay, we'll go put you at a Marriott, but I wanted to be where everybody was, so, like, everybody else was just, like, letting me shower, so they would bring plumbers out, and plumbers and plumbers, and then, like, then I'd go in, and it was, like, scalding, and people were joking. Like, the ghost is like, oh, it's my dirty girl. It's my dirty girl. I'm going to keep my dirty girl. <laughs> keep her my little dirty girl. So then, not to be TMI, but, okay, so I was married for a long time, and I got divorced uh, a little over a year ago. And I've been on a bunch of dates, but I hadn't slept with anybody yet at all. I like, smooched a lot of people, but I hadn't slept with anybody yet. So it really been my whole life, adult life, since there been like a new person in my downstairs in my underpants region. You fuck a ghost. <laughs> so I fucked a ghost. <laughs> so like I met this guy. I like had a, like I went on a bunch of dates in New York with this guy. I had some days off. I went on a bunch of dates and he was like, hey, I, I can come visit you. And all of my friends were like, girl, like, just pull off the Band-Aid. Like, you just, like, you just have to, like, it's the perfect thing. We're all around. Like, you're safe. It's, like, he's hot. You've been on a bunch of days with him. You have fun with him. And you're leaving. Like, I was, like, flying out the next day. They're like, it's perfect. Like, just, like, wipe the slaves. I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, okay. I was like, okay, I'll see how I feel. I'm like, I'll tell him he can come up. He knew I hadn't slept with anybody. Like, I was nervous, you know what I mean? I've been, like, really, it felt like, 
I mean, it had been year, like years and years and years since like a new person. It was scary. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, okay, okay. So like one of the young cast members was like, we're going to CVS. Like we're getting you condoms. We're going to go get you. I was like, okay. So like I like, but I feel like the ghost, I feel like truly they, the whole time people were joking that the ghost was like a crush on me and the ghost was like dirty girl, dirty girl. Like, like, and like. So we think the ghost was pissed. The ghost was pissed. I'm, like, getting ready. The ghost did not like this. So, like, I'm, like, it was, like, the night before the arrival. Was, the ghost was all excited, like, this is Arden's last night. <laughs> this, this is, is my <laughs> chance. This is my chance. Oh, my God. This is my he chance. He dressed up. <laughs> he, he put was, on, like, like so... a monocle yeah. and, like, a top hat. Like he was, a... like, so, I'm picturing, yeah. like, is it yeah. Ducky? What's that character? Oh, from like, Sixteen Candles? Just like I'm picturing Ducky meets, like, the Monopoly man. <laughs> <laughs> Or like one of the old Muppets, like the old guy Muppets. Oh, he was so excited. <laughs> okay, so the guy's coming. He hasn't arrived yet. I finally get a shower. And uh, I'm the, and we decide, because production, we'd been filming nights. So we'd been filming movies, film all night, sleep all day. So they they wanted me to wait a day. I was the only person with the day off before I flew out. So they wanted me to wait a day because they, the, the PA would have been too tired to drive me the two hours to Logan Airport. So I was alone in the hotel. Nobody lived at the hotel. There was no person that stayed at the hotel that worked there. So it was late at night, like gearing up, getting ready. Everybody's filming but me. I hear a, a pounding on my door. Knock, like a pounding, like a full knocking pounding. And I was like, oh, my friend, my friend Rivka's back. Rivka, who went to CVS with me, we bought the condoms. Rivka's back early. She must have gotten back. Pounding on the door. I go, open it up. No one's in the hotel. Not one person is in the hotel. And this is like a couple days after, like, the people. I shared a wall with the people that saw the apparition. Like, like it was like pounding on the door and not like nobody nobody was there there was not one there was nobody there and it was and again I don't know that the sex has anything to do with it but it was like there was a few I feel like I'm forgetting a few things but it was like they everybody kept joking the entire time that the ghost was obsessed with me yeah he was there to see his dirty girl <laughs> I had to, he had to see his dirty girl he put on his best ghost space suit he yeah. had a ghost condom yeah ghosts don't need condoms he had taken his ghost uh all of his tests so, like yeah I can't <laughs> can you even wow yeah but there was like people had like seen like shit was moving around and like the hair and makeup like like shit was moving around in the hair i feel like they actually saw something fly i almost want to like call them call them can we call them yeah let's do it live on the air okay 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 okay. hi it's Aaron. oh my god it's arden how are you arden i have a i'm on a podcast and we're recording i'm literally it's a ghost podcast oh my god are you and Travis, or are you? Uh, so, uh, we, do you mind? Do you have two minutes to tell the story of the ghost in your room? Haha, he tells the story so much better. Um, but you're a queen and a goddess, and you're going to tell it just the facts, just whatever happened. I was trying to explain how haunted this corner of the world was. I talked about how the ghost knew I was a dirty girl, and that it was pounding on my door, and that. You guys were up, we were filming nights and stuff, and that you guys were up, like, late building wigs in your corner room, right? Yes. So, that's what we did every night, exactly. Um, <laughs> and, oh, man, it's it's so much more vivid to Travis. Um, so, we were both sitting there, like, Travis had his... I think he had his back to the wall or his back to me and was like facing the wall. I was sitting on the couch facing um, towards the corner of the room yeah. by the place. And he turned around and we both like saw something, but I saw it out of the corner of my eye. I think he kind of saw it as a, as a swift flash too. Um, and then it got really, really cold in the room, and th- and this is like Travis's first experience too with anything like this. And he 
he like looked at me and was like, did you see that? I said, yeah, and it got really cold. And he took his hand and he came, he like came closer to the middle of the room where I was and put his hand out. And it felt like he was putting his hand through like a very cold, like, um, uh, God, how did he explain it? Like, um, basically like a thing, like an invisible thing. Like he had felt like he put his hand through this ghost. Like jello or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like basically what you would imagine it. Like it looks like in the movies, basically. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It was crazy. And what then, else did they, and there wasn't, like, there wasn't there something with the door opening and like a pin, like one of the pins. Yeah. So the other thing that kept happening in the room was um, the door to our, um, like wardrobe kept opening. Yeah. Like over and over. And I don't think it's because it was old. And then, and then we brought some, cause we have to have like tangerines all over the mansion. Right. Yeah. So that we would make friends with the, with the ghosts. So we put a bunch of tangerines in our room and then, then it was fine. And then the door stops opening on us. What's the thing with the pin? I feel like there was like hairpin things. You wanted to be friendly with them and not try to like exercise them. <laughs> I love that. Be friend. Have you ever heard that? Yeah, I think so. so ghosts today? Yes. We're, we're talking about ghosts. Yeah. And that Ooh. when I saw the angel of death as a teenager twice. <laughs> Don't be jealous. You'll Don't have be to jealous. Tune in. The show's called Ghosted. Yeah, I love you. I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. Bye. Well, there you have it. So you're not a liar. I'm not a liar. Okay. I may be many things. I'm not a liar. I believe you. <laughs> and the tangerines keep away ghosts. Now we know. Well, you're very present. You're very like compelling to talk. You're very nice to talk to. <gasps> Thank and you. you. And may I be? May I compliment your physical? You have such beautiful eyes. Like Thank you have you. a very grounding, you're very calming presence. So you're a very nice person. You very pretty eyes. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, I would love to have you back. I would love um, for you to come back, and I want you to start watching The Bachelor. Oh, so I can go on your podcast. Uh, yeah. It's really fun. You and Sam Pancake should come. Yes. Tell now, everybody about your podcast and everything you have going on where they can find you. Okay. I have a really fun podcast called Will You Accept This Rose? I've done it for seven years. It's on iHeart Radio. It's a comedy podcast. We have people like Fortune Feimster, Nikki Glaser, Jim Jeffries, Lance Bass. We have wow. people from The Bachelor. We have Doug Benson, Lisa Traeger. Aaron uh, Foley, like the hits. Good people. Great people. And we, so, and we break, we're like, we're not snarky about it, but we do make a lot of jokes. Like, we truly want people to find love, but if you act like an idiot, we will make jokes about it. And uh, so it's really fun. And you don't need, a lot of people don't even watch the show and they just listen to the podcast. Um, and then I'm on, I don't know when it's coming out, but I'm on the reboot of Daria. And I have a bunch of movies that'll come out at some point. I'm filming some cool TV show that I can't say right now. And like, there's all sorts of fun stuff that'll be coming up. So I'm on Art and Marine. Is my it's really Instagram's my favorite. Let's be real, but it's but it's M Y R I N A R D E N M Y R I N. Do you tour? Are you doing stand up? I am doing stand up. I have. Um, I'm starting to tour again, but I'll be in New York. I'm doing Union Hall October mm. 11th. Um, yeah, and then I have some dates in LA, and I think I'm going to do something at Dynasty Typewriter coming yes. up. So like, yeah, I'm getting ready to tour again. I was kind of like the COVID of it all. Sort of. Do you tour? No, I want to. Yeah, the, I sort of like took a pause during the pando, and now I'm like gearing up to do it again. Good. Yeah. Well, the world the needs world. a little bit more of their little dirty girl. Oh, it's a dirty girl. <laughs> I should do the dirty girl at Ghost, Ghost Hunter Tour. That'd be so fun. Well. It's oh, I'm so hot for you. No, it's all up to you. It's all up to you. It's so hot for you. It's all up to you. They're both hot. They swipe right. That's the that's the ghost that you swipe right on. Yeah. I mean, if a guy like called you and was like, "Assault," you're like, "Okay." Thank you so much to Arden Marine. I'm actually going to be on her Bachelor podcast. Uh, Will you accept this rose? I have never seen 
a single moment of The Bachelor, but I'm watching it for Arden Moraine, and we're going to have a great time with that. So check it out. Are you following the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever? Please do. Subscribe. Whatever the verbiage is on whatever app you listen to. Please give it five stars. Write a nice review if you have the time. Leave a ghost story in a five-star review. Or send me one that I could read on the show at ghostedbyroz at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at Roz Hernandez. TikTok and Twitter at It's Roz Hernandez. Please tell your friends about the show for spooky season. I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! Star Bands Audio, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.